0: You know, when the Lord says to, like, he likes to draw close. He wants us to draw close, and he draws close. It's a, it's a give and take, it's a, it's a respond and, a, and a, another response. When, when, when he speaks in that language to us in the scripture, it's, it's an intimate language. It's intimate. When he says, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you." This is not a far away type of language. This is close. This is a revelation and reality of our our Father in heaven, of of how he just, let's see how he does it with the camera, how he likes (laughs) to just draw close. He just likes to draw, (laughs) he likes to draw close. hope Dr. Anthony Fauci didn't see me do that. (laughs) We love Fauci because he's doing a good job. Yes, he is doing a good job. This pandemic is on its way out of the door. out of here. I agree with that. We'll be done with it very soon. Believe it. He likes to draw close. Really, really close. And the children of Israel, it's, it's... God has lots of secrets he likes to keep. It says that the secret things belong to the Lord. But that is what is revealed are to his people and their sons and for those who keep his ways. What does this mean? It means that God keeps some stuff back. He He holds some stuff back. It's not all revealed all at once. The secret things belong to the Lord. That means that God's got some secrets. He's keeping some secrets. But then he's got what he reveals. Let me give a little example of what this is and how it relates to the intimacy of God. We saw last week, I think it was last week, gosh, these Torah portions just kind of blend sometimes, when uh, Moses went up the mountain. Was that last week with the Sinai, Mount Sinai? Yeah. Yeah. Was that uh, last week? Yeah. So last week, there was a Sinai experience, right? And we know what happened. The people were around the mountain, and the mountain was... Shaking and quaking and rattling and rolling. And there was lightning and thundering. Shofar blasts and clouds of smoke and flame. And they were really scared to approach. So you had people that were scared to approach our God. Scared to. Didn't want to come close. But then you had Moses who went in with boldness, and we spoke about this, into the flame. He went into the flame. You know, God is holy, but he wants us to approach. That's, that fire and flame and the shake around on the roll, that all that, he, that, that equated with, with God's holiness. He brought his holiness down, like the earth just can't contain it. The mountains just shake in his presence. That is like the, the holiness of God. That's the God who, with the breath from his nostrils, he split the water. That's Who spoke and universe leapt into existence? Like, this is like a, a powerful, beyond comprehension God. How do we approach a God like that? How do we get close to a God like that? And He says, Draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. And we saw the people going, There's no way I'm drawing near to that. Draw near, no thanks. I'll let Edward draw near. I got a better idea than drawing me near to that. How about Edward goes near to God, and I'll just talk to Edward. Like that, this, is, this is the paradigm that we saw. But Moses went in, and it was in the presence of this holy God. He went right into the fire, and he went right into the flame. But then something else happened in this Torah portion, which is amazing, amazing reality for all of us. God went to Aaron, Moses, and Levites, and elders. And he went. Oh, I know those offense people. He went, listen. Do. do you want to know a secret? Do you, want to? Do you promise not to tell? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. Listen. <laughs> Let me whisper in your ear. Do, not do Tell you words you want to hear. I love you. Ooh. <laughs> That's what he said. So this guy who presented himself in a scary way that the people couldn't approach, but Moses did. He said, Aaron, priests, some elders. Saw him and they saw his feet, and under his feet it showed like the, like the heaven, like blue, like heaven. And they sat and they ate with God. The intimacy. This is the same God who shook the mountain a secret to reveal to a few said listen I want to show you something that the people don't understand and they were in the presence of God and it says that they saw God how can this be when it says in the same book in the Torah that no one can, no man can see God and live but it says that they went up and they saw him and they ate with him. This is the intimate, close aspect of our God that comes with intimate relationship, with friendship. This is the God who is our friend. And isn't it interesting, whenever we see the deep relational connection between the people... And God, He kind of is is described in in ways that are kind of humanistic. They saw his feet. God doesn't have feet. They saw his feet. It's like when Moses was in this moment of deep intercession, and God was like, I'm just gonna kill these people, I'm gonna start all over. And he had this Moses had this deep, intimate moment with God. He said, God, show me your glory, show me who you are. Open that mountain again. That's a special mountain. (laughs) Show me who you are. Show me your face. Show me your kaboad. Show me your glory. God said, all right, I'm going to show you. I'm going to cover your eyes. And he passed by Moses. And then as he passed by, he uncovered his eyes. And Moses saw what? God saw, when Moses saw the back of God, he saw a back that had wood marks on it. That's right. That's what I believe. Yes. Yes, sir. But in the intimate moments, we see that God reveals himself in this relatable, not that God is human, but in a humanistic kind of way. We see when he has intimacy with Adam and Eve, right? It's, it's like God is walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Very, very relatable. This is the secret of God. The things that he keeps to himself. That when we draw close and we draw near, this is the God who wants This is how he wants to reveal himself to you. as the God who comes close, who sits Next to you, (laughs) who sits, the God who hugs, the God who understands, the God who won't let go, the God who loves you, the close God, the close, intimate God. And by the way, it says in scripture, in the New Testament, it says that the things that are held secret, in generations past, are now revealed in Yeshua, Mm. in Messiah. Mm. He's the secret things of God. Mm. And maybe that's why, when we come close in these intimate moments, that God reveals himself in a way that is like a man, because that aspect of God is the secret of God, the intimate, relatable, God who comes down at our level and meets us where we are and says, draw close to me. God loves to reveal his secrets to his people. He loves it. He wants to do it. It says in uh, Jeremiah 33, there's a song, I think. Jeremiah 33 says, "Call to me, and I will answer you. I'll show you what to do. it <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song It is Praise the Lord of hosts That's a good song We gotta play that one it says, it's, If you see the paradigm there in that, in that verse, Jeremiah 33 Alright, now the song's on my mind Verse 2 and 3 It says like Thus says the Lord The God who like made the earth The God whose name is Adonai Like the, this is the holy God says, call to me, I will answer you. I will show you things that you don't know, things that are great, things that are mighty, that you don't know, I will show you. Amen. This is the God in my secrets who desires to tell his secrets to you. Amen. Because God even knows, he knows our secrets. Have you ever learned in your life, in your walk with the Lord, that you can't put one over on God? You just can't. <laughs> He can't. Because he he has the ability to just change his thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you say, God, I'm," if you don't do this, I'm going to go and do this. And you really feel like you made it. In like a moment, he'll just change your mind and set you a course on a different direction. Like, you can't pull one over on God. says mm-hmm. the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, and it cuts between between what? Like, joint, marrow, right? Between soul and spirit. It's a discerner of thoughts. Like he knows. He knows your secrets. You can't can't put one over on God. Uh He knows your secrets. But he's a God who wants to reveal to you at macro levels, like prophetic levels, and at micro levels, Mm -hmm. like what's bothering you. And this, by the way, is why we can't judge anybody, Yeah. whether they're sinning or not. We can say what's it's sin or what's not sin, but we can't judge anybody. You know why? Because God knows, his, the word of God is, is a discerner of thoughts. He knows why. You can't just judge the act and say that they're sinning, even if they are. God knows why they're doing that. God knows why. God knows what they dealt with as, as children, what you dealt with as children. God knows how, what your upbringing is. God knows what your parents dealt with, that they brought into the into your household. You don't even remember you were too young. God knows why. He knows the root cause of all these things. He knows the root cause. This is what it means. When he's like the discerner of, 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 of thoughts. He knows exactly why. And God wants to reveal that to you. Be patient in his time. He wants to reveal these things to you. If he's not revealing it to you immediately, it's just a test if you're gonna stay with him. That's all it is. If he's not revealing what you wanna hear, or giving you the answer of why you're having this trouble, it's only a test. Will you still follow me? Will you still keep my ways? And when he trusts you, he'll tell you those secrets. Like who, who would tell you your, your innermost secrets, somebody you don't trust? Would you tell your secrets to somebody you won't trust? You don't trust? You won't. God won't either. And he'll test you for your trust. And the way to pass that test is to follow him, to live a righteous life, to do your best to not sin. And in time, he will reveal the secrets to you about what is going on and reality and revelation that will bring healing into your life. He's a God who loves closeness. You know why when Elijah was on the mountain, that God spoke in a still small voice? Because when you speak in a still small voice, you have to come close to him. You have to come close to him. You've got to come close to hear. That's why he whispers. <laughs> he whispers so you could come close and hear what he has to say. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are an intimate God. We thank you, Father, that. That you're a discerner of thoughts, you're a discerner of the heart, Lord. And you reveal yourself to us as the Messiah. This aspect of God, you reveal yourself to us in this relatable, humanized way so we can draw near. And we can come close. And we can eat with you and we can fellowship with you. So thank you, Father. Thank you for Lord for who you are. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for that reality. Thank you for that reality. And Father, we, we desire that in you, Lord. We desire that in our relationship with you. We desire, Lord God, not to be scared of the mountain but to go up the mountain and see who you are, who you truly, truly are. Show us your glory. 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 Us your glory. See, Pentecostal churches have, an ex- have a definition of what that means. They got to their own version of the roll. <laughs> Show us your glory show us your glory, is the intimate God who loves us, who loves you, who draws near, closer than a brother. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank you Lord God. Thank you for that. Yeshua's name.